I recently got asked this question. How will you homeschool if you will be doing something that takes up your entire schedule? Will you be sending them to public school? And I've had this question asked to me several different times, especially when I start a new business or if I you know, volunteer my time or even when I went to work. I've had this question be brought up. And it's a legit question for many. And I remember I asked myself this same question too. And if you asked me this in the first year of homeschooling, I probably would have told you totally different answer. <laughs> but after homeschooling for over seven years, I realized that when you have a big change in your schedule, you can definitely still homeschool. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how you do that why you can do that and the best answer <laughs> to give someone if they ask you this question. I also still want to let you know that you can still download my free gift to you, which is the unschooling and deschooling packet. There's a link in my show notes. Just click on it and then it will be sent right to you. And if you're not sure what it's all about, go back and listen to episode 238 and you can hear all about why unschooling and deschooling is so important for you and your kids. All right, let's jump into this episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to the new year. Happy 2024. Well, let's start off with some new things like a new schedule, right? <laughs> I feel like with the new year, many things start to shift. But the great thing about this episode, we're going to talk about what happens to your homeschool when you have a big change in your schedule. And you can utilize all of these tips no matter what time of the year it is. But I want you to think big. When I say big is maybe you start volunteering, you know, on a regular basis somewhere. Maybe you have your kids start participating in certain things. Maybe you start participating in certain things like school. Let's say you start school or college or classes or a new job. Whatever it may be, it may cause such a big change in your schedule. And when you start sharing it with others, I bet you're going to get asked this question because I got asked this question too, because there are big things that's happening in our lives and it's going to really change my schedule a whole lot. And the first question that everyone asks me is one, who's going to watch your kids, but two, then they go, well, that means you still can't homeschool, right? Like, what are you going to be doing with your kids? Are you going to send them to public school now? And <laughs> I am I am so ready for this question now. But prior to this, if you asked me this about seven years ago, six years ago, I probably would have gave you a different answer because I wouldn't have known what to do. Back then, 
I didn't have all the experiences that I have now to really understand how homeschool can definitely fit into our ever-changing schedule because that's the real thing your life usually changes a lot especially if you're a stay-at-home mom transitioning into a job especially if you are transitioning into more volunteer time maybe like to do nonprofit things maybe you're going back to school whatever it is when you start shifting into something new and your your schedules (laughs) your schedule changes then a lot of people go oh no then that means you can't homeschool anymore and it's understandable because when you think about it coming from traditional school which is like public and private school their schedule is set in stone you don't get to dictate what public school schedule looks like it's the district they make the schedule you have to follow it for whatever they set right if they say they're going to go to school from this time to this time you follow that you have to conform your life to that schedule and that is why a lot of people don't understand how flexible homeschooling really is there is such a freedom in making your homeschool fit into your life versus having your life conform to your school schedule because that is what a lot of people are used to that is what I was used to when I went to public school I was used to to going to school when I was told to go to school go on breaks when I there was a holiday break or a spring break or summer break and going back to school when the school said we have to go back to school It was not like I could shift school around and make it fit better into my life. And that is why most people don't even know that that's an option when they think about you homeschooling. And a great example would be drop off and pickups. (laughs) And I use this a lot because it's true. Many people are like their lives are dictated by drop off and pick up time. I see my friends in those lines. I see my, you know, all the people who complain on Facebook about it, how long those lines are, how crazy those lines can be. And I can only imagine doing that almost every single day, dropping your kids off at a certain time and picking them up. And it's not just drop off and pick up time. It's now your entire schedule for that day is dictated by when you can drop them off and then squeezing everything between because now you got to go back and pick them up. And that is not fun either. That takes up a lot of time, especially when drop off and pick up time takes more than half an hour or 45 minutes to go through. Because now if you times that by two, so let's just say half an hour, that's an hour of your day. But that's just an hour of day sitting in your car. That's not even the time it takes to drive there and drive home. Like, let's start adding up time. Now you just times that by five days a week. You're looking at a minimum of five hours in your week sitting in the car waiting because you have to do that because you can't control that part of your schedule. Now flip it to homeschooling. (laughs) Yay for no drop off and pick up times. (laughs) But that means we can conform our life to 
how like what's really happening in there so let's say you're going back to school like going back to college or maybe you're starting a job a career you can switch your homeschool to fit your life you can switch it to fit however it will work for you because you are given that choice you can squeeze in not just between the regular like eight to two or nine to three or nine to four whatever school hours are you can utilize the entire day and seven days a week and if you've never really thought about that i'm here to let you know you can do homeschooling in the afternoons you can do homeschooling at night you can do homeschooling two to three days a week versus five days a week you can do homeschooling on the weekends And the reason why I say this is because over the last seven years, I have done a variation of all of that. So if there is a big change in your schedule, look at your schedule first, put that on your calendar, and then look around it. Where can homeschooling fit? And then the other thing to remember, because let's say You're not going to be in a job that's Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, and you're probably not going to be home till about 5, 5.30, and it's going to take up a whole lot of your time. Here's something to (laughs) help you jog some ideas. Whoever's going to be watching your kid, can they help with homeschooling? Could they participate in your school? And you're like, wait, I don't want to like put too much on it. This is what I do. I asked the person, let's say it's my mom. I asked her, okay, mom, what do you feel confident in? What do you want to do? Like, what can you do every day that you wouldn't get like frustrated or tired with teaching my kids? And for her, it'd be cooking. She loves cooking. She loves crafts. Um, that's her like two biggest things. And she loves telling stories. I think that's the, the third. And I say, okay, well, during the time you are with my kids, could you just teach them how to cook one thing? Could you tell them a story about like how you grew up and maybe do a simple craft with them like through the entire time? That's all I ask you. Maybe it's, if that's too much, could it be like a craft every other day? Could it be a one meal every other day? Like you can always tweak it and make it fit that person so they don't feel overwhelmed. But think about it like almost a substitute teacher. <laughs> When there's a substitute teacher in your classroom, they get a list of what to do, what's on the agenda, what needs to be completed, kind of instructions on how to do it. And then they, as a substitute teacher, go and do it. So yes, it might take a little bit more pre-planning or prepping for you to shift into the schedule and for your kids to continue to homeschool. But then again, you now have help. Like, don't think you have to take it all on. So for me, I've had my husband teach things. I had my mom teach things. I've still taught certain things, but I also understood like some things have to give. So when I am teaching my kids full force, we do a lot of unit studies and projects because that's my jam. I love integrating different subjects together. I love putting it together where... They get to do hands-on things, plus reading, plus writing, plus math. Like, I don't like doing each subject individually if I can find a way to make it work nicely in one big unit study. But I know that also takes time. And if, I don't, if I'm not going to have that much time to do it, 
then that is what's going to have to give during this schedule shift. And that's what we're doing. We're not adding on unit studies. I'm, just, I'm letting you know what, what's, what's happening in my life. I told my kids, we won't be doing um, unit studies. Instead, we're going to have to shift a little. This is what the shift is going to look like. So you have that talk with your kids. We are shifting more into reading workbooks, simple projects, and journals. That is almost my default of homeschooling when life is getting busy. I do a lot more reading. We shift more into workbook style curriculum, simple projects. When I talk about simple projects, it's not big unit studies. It's more projects that are already, think about like, you know, those activity books that you can pick out experiments or different projects. They have all the instructions is basically done for you. I go through those and I say, okay, what is very simple that anyone who is helping my kids, even my kids can figure out themselves. And I select those. I'm like, okay, these are the projects you can do. We already have all the supplies. Or if I go and like re, um, re up, I was going to say re up, but basically restock our um, tinker station. I restock that thing with whatever supplies they need. And that way, simple projects can happen with or without me. And then journals, because during this time, I want them to just journal about like what's happening in their day, maybe some gratitude, maybe write something about what they learned with my mom or with their dad, just to kind of do a review. So this is, that's my default. Think about what your default is in your homeschool. And when I say default, default means like if your homeschool had to be done without you at the simplest form, what kind of activities would your kids be doing? Are there activities in your homeschool that you can have them do, for instance, like online on their iPad that they can work through? Are there workbooks that they have? Um, is there simple projects that they can do? Think of those things. And that's what you're going to bring to your forefront while you're transitioning into the new schedule because that takes off a lot of work from you. That's what you're trying to do when you're going into default mode. You're trying to take off work from you and make it so that anyone can help your kids. And then that way, when you're pre-planning this transition and your homeschool, you already have things to go to. Like, it's not about making up a whole new curriculum. It's not about doing something totally new. The goal of this is to make the transition as simple as possible utilize what you already have so for us what i'm going to do i'm going to shift around my homeschool um, shelf because right now we have it where we have all our unit study things we have a little workbook section but now since we're going to almost like default mode i'm going to bring up to like their eye level all the simple project things journals workbooks and then the library is still there but i want all those things to be easily um, at reach for my kids so that they know, okay, this is where we're going to, um, where, what we're going to be utilizing the most. And then everything else will be put on the side. Um, just to give you a little background for my uh, schedule, it's going to be shifting for about six months, meaning I'm going to be doing something for about six months that is going to be taking up a lot of my time. So that's the time frame I have to give my kids. I'm like, okay, for at least six months, 
this is what we're going to be doing with school. Yes, we're going to you're going to do some with whoever's watching you, but also you're going to be doing some at night and this is how it's going to look like or maybe it'll be a portion of the weekend. We haven't yet figured that out, but we know what's coming and we are constantly communicating that with our kids so that they have the same expectation too. So that once you start your new schedule, you can flow right into it. It's not a big surprise for you or your kids or your homeschool. It's actually already expected. You can even practice, meaning transition into this new schedule prior to that. I would highly suggest that. If you know that, let's say your college is going to start in a month, maybe two weeks prior, you already start this new routine. Try it out. See how it feels. Is there something you need to tweak? Is that workbook even working for you? All of those things. Give yourself a trial period so that you can kind of work out the kinks prior to it happening. And that way, once you are in your new schedule, you're almost in like a auto um, auto mode where everything is operating as smooth as possible. Now, will it be as smooth as possible? I wish. <laughs> but you're just trying to set it up for success as great as you can. And then you can give yourself some grace when things aren't working as well as you thought it would. But allow yourself to be like, okay, well, maybe this is why it's not working as well. Maybe telling your mom to do one meal plus tell a story plus a craft is way too much. Shift, adjust, pivot. Mom, let's try every other day. Mom, let's try this. We we just need to see what works best for you guys and then um, go with that. Because that's the beauty of homeschool. That's how much freedom you get with homeschooling your kids at home. These things can happen. You get to be flexible in your life. You get to choose what days your breaks are. You get to choose when to go on holidays. You get to choose, you know, when to start your homeschool, when to finish your homeschool so that you still can have that family time that's so important to you. So, If something big is coming in your life where you have to shift your entire routine, I encourage you not to think that homeschooling has to go. Instead, homeschooling can definitely stay and it can be molded to what works for you and your family. Because I'm going to tell you, if I had to send my kids to public school, that would have been more of a headache for me. Yes, the learning would be taken care of. But the schedule would have been so much harder because now I have to figure out somebody to drop off my kids plus somebody to watch my younger kids. And then I have to figure out somebody to pick up my kids and then somebody to pick up my younger kids and then do it all over again, over and over and over, plus help them with home um, homework and all these things. Like that stresses me out. <laughs> but understanding like I still can see my kids, they will get a different teacher for a little bit of time. And they get to adjust to that and see how that works for them. That's a different way of socialization too. That's a different way of understanding authority from someone else. There is so much benefits for having someone else teach your kid. I understand that. And you can do it in the own comfort of your home. So I hope this encourages you. If you 
have a new job coming up, if you're going back to college, if you're doing something for you that is going to take up your schedule, then mamas, you can do it. There is a way to continue to do it and homeschool at the same time. You have the freedom to do that. You, Your kids will be doing amazingly well. This is not the first time we've done it and they are rock stars. They are able to shift and pivot just like you and you'll be so proud of them at the end of this and you still get to reap the benefits of homeschool. All right, my friends, I hope this leaves you encouraged to do something big in 2024. And like always, I'll see you on the next episode. So go out and make your day amazing because only you can do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.